Does body language and the evidence prove that Tara Reid is truthful? That Joe Biden sexually assaulted her? Find out next. Welcome back to the Shake Podcast, Shakers. Derek Van Shake here. All right, all right. So what we are talking about today is something that the mainstream media is not talking about. Typically, what I like to do on my YouTube channels and also this podcast is show you things that you don't normally see and cover stories that aren't really covered or maybe cover it in a different perspective than it's being covered and give you a different insight, a different angle, a different perspective on it. And this story is not being covered by the mainstream media. They are completely ignoring it. And we'll talk about kind of the reasons why a little bit later. But the only outlets that are covering it are basically Fox News and The Hill TV. This lady, Tara Reid, was working for Senator Joe Biden at the time on Capitol Hill. She was in her early to mid-20s and seemed to have been managing the interns that would work for Joe Biden. So over the course of the little while that Tara Reid was working for Joe Biden, he eventually went on to sexually assault her. And she'll tell you the story and we'll go through it and we'll break down a little bit of her body language and see if she's truthful or not. Keep in mind, this is a credible sexual assault allegation against Joe Biden. This is not by any means just a, oh yeah, I happened to pass Joe Biden on the street in 1992 and I, and I swear, <laughs> you know, he sexually assaulted me. I mean, the chances of that happening, smaller, right? But this lady worked with Joe Biden. She has talked about it with other people. Uh, there's so much more other evidence that has come forward. And, you know, people may criticize and say, oh, you know, you're just saying this because you don't want Joe. It has nothing to do with anything political. This is just something that's not being covered and it should be covered. And this is not necessarily disqualifying necessarily. That's not up to me to decide. It's up to the voters to decide whether something like this, a sexual, a credible sexual assault allegation against somebody is credible for them not to vote for that person. That's the problem is that the mainstream media is not covering the story. And a matter of fact, downplaying it and avoiding asking Joe Biden any of it. No reporter in the history of reporting has ever <laughs> ever asked Joe Biden about this. And of course, Joe Biden's just going to deny it and whatever. But this story has not come out to the mainstream public. All the mainstream media is covering up this story. It is ridiculous. It's crazy, but it's happening. And it just proves their bias. If this story was in reverse, right, where Tara Reid accused Donald Trump, what do you think would happen in the mainstream media? Yeah, it'll be all over the place. And it should be. It's a credible accusation against whatever person she's accusing. In this case, it's Joe Biden. If Tara Reid came out against Bernie Sanders and said that, hey, Bernie Sanders did X, Y, and Z to me, and it's a credible accusation like it is here, it would be all over the place. The mainstream media would be covering it all the time, asking them about it, asking all of his friends about it, and trying to find out you know, how it happened and more about it and the whole scoop on it and, and revealing it to the public and telling everyone and everything about it. And you know what? It should be like that. It's a credible sexual assault allegation against that person. In this case, it's Joe Biden. But the mainstream media is, nope, they are not covering it. They are ignoring it. They are covering it up. And 
They don't want the American people, the voters, the world to know that Joe Biden apparently doesn't just like smelling girls hair and coming up really close to you and, you know, kind of being inappropriate and and distance wise to somebody. Nope. He has actually, at least in one case, sexually assaulted somebody. A credible accusation. Again, the whole point of us doing this is to reveal what the media doesn't want you to know. It is ridiculous. This is a credible sexual assault allegation against somebody that is the likely nominee of one of our two big political parties. So he has a, you know, on average, basically 50-50% chance that he's going to be elected president of the United States. If something like this were to come out against anybody else, you know, I'm not going to bring up Kavanaugh, but if it were to come up against Kavanaugh or any Supreme Court justice nominee, it would be covered all the time, 24-7. It would be the story. Now we're finding out perfectly clear that the mainstream media doesn't want you to find out about these kinds of stories because they don't fit within their political desirability, right? What they want to achieve. It's so biased to the establishment Democrats. Anyone who's farther left politically or right politically, the mainstream media hammers. And this is absolute proof of it. And it's ridiculous that this is not getting any airtime. No one's talking about it. No one is asking Joe Biden at all about this credible sexual assault allegation against him. It's ridiculous. And I'm not one of those people that likes to, you know, claim conspiracy theory and, you know, people are underhandedly have their own political desires and things like No, I'm not like that. But this is pretty obvious that it is the case. And, you know, it's unfortunate because people rely on the mainstream media. Mainstream media, we're talking about NBC, ABC, CBS, right? Really those main stations. Uh, of course, CNN, MSNBC are not even touching this, not even coming close. Pretending it is not credible, even though Biden has said with his own words, his own mouth, that all women need to be believed. It's all about the abuse of power, number one. Number two... Women should be believed. And I don't think when people say all women need to be believed really mean exactly that. I think what they mean is that all allegations that women make um, of sexual assault, credible accusations, not just some far, you know, wacky person. It's just going to be like, yeah, he touched me in my dream, you know, not something crazy like that. But all credible accusations against somebody need to be taken seriously. But credible accusations of sexual assault should not be taken seriously, according to the mainstream media and others in that movement of the Me Too, Time's Up movement. If maybe the person is a corporate Democrat. Oh, yeah. OK, so if it's a corporate Democrat, mainstream corporate Democrat, then, yeah, yeah, they get a pass. But if it's someone like Bernie Sanders, someone on the far left or someone on the right, they get hammered every time. Hammered, hammered, hammered. <laughs> what the heck? If you look at all the women's movements and all the, the big people in all the women's movements, all for the Me Too, Time's Up and all that kind of stuff. Great. That's important, I think. You know, we got to make sure that women uh, can come out with their stories and when bad things happen to them that they can actually tell their story and they're not going to be oppressed if provided that it's a credible story. But nope, not if you're a corporate mainstream Democrat. 
then you can get away with it, apparently. Or at least in this case with Joe Biden, because the mainstream media doesn't like Donald Trump. And that's whatever they want, right? Whatever they feel when they go home at night is fine. When you go home at night, it don't matter what you believe. But when you're in that office, right, you're writing the stories, you're presenting the stories, and something credible comes up, you have to actually report on it and you have to at least try to be perceived as non-biased and not just cover up stories blatantly when if it was on the other side or on the other side, Bernie Sanders side of things, you would be covering it nonstop, 24-7. It would be nonstop coverage of it, like it should be. Why isn't this nonstop coverage of it? Why aren't we talking about this? Is ridiculous. It's such a double standard. Now we're going to play parts of a recent interview Tara Reid had with The Hill. See what you think, and then we'll break down some of her body language. And then when I gave him the gym bag, it happened all in one motion, almost. And he had me um, against the wall. And then his hands were down my skirt and up my skirt. And I was wearing, um, I wasn't wearing face or anything. And um, he then, with his hand, uh, you know, um, went from there and I uh, entered with his hand and as he was trying to push me and saying things to me. The guy who ended up becoming our national leader said, I can grab a woman anywhere and she likes it. They asked me, would I like to debate this gentleman? And I said, no. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. He was just trying to kiss me and I was pulling away. And what I remember of that time is, is feeling really shocked. I was surprised because there was no real conversation right beforehand there was no precursor it just happened and then when he did that um i was obviously pulling away and he pulled back and said you know come on man i heard you liked me um something to that effect and that's what kind of jolted me like i was trying to think what i did wrong um to bring that on when the societal attitude changes and women not a single woman in America asks herself the question, what did I do? What did I do? You need to button up more. You need to dress less provocatively. Was it what I was wearing? But I, I felt like I did something wrong. He was my boss and he was like my dad's age at the time. And I trusted him and looked up to him. He said to me when he pulled back, he pointed his finger at me and he said, you're nothing to me. You're nothing. Mm. And then he straightened his clothes and he, he went away. What do you think? Was she truthful or maybe at least credible? Her body language came across as truthful. There are so many tells <laughs> when someone is lying especially an off-the-cuff interview like this. This is not like, I'm going to read a prepared statement. 
and I'm just going to be very robotic about it. And they're so robotic about it, you can't tell what's what. They're just basically reading. That is usually the easiest way to tell a lie. I call it the kind of like Richard Nixon way of lying. So when someone's reading a prepared statement, it's a lot easier to get away with a lie. Not saying that you can, but it's just easier. But Tara Reid is giving an off-the-cuff response on webcast. It's a lot more difficult to actually get away with a lie. But we're not seeing any real signs of deception. No real inconsistency with her story. No nervousness in certain spots that we can specifically say, aha, that's the point of lying. Also, what we have with this is baseline behavior of how she acts when she is telling the truth. Keep in mind too, when people lie, they're going to lie just in that one instance. So the point where she you know, was confronted and Joe Biden assaulted her, that would be the lie. So you can kind of look back and see the progression of how she acted before. And if all of a sudden you start seeing some of this <laughs> nervous covers when she starts talking about it or some eye rubbing maybe, right, when she's talking about it or covering her neck when she's talking about that point, that point where it could actually be a lie. But we're not seeing that. She was very consistent through pretty much the entire interview. Yeah, she showed a little bit of expected emotion when she was talking about that instance and a little bit of apprehension. Um, but it wasn't deceptive body language. It was everything generally in line with what we would have expected of someone who would be telling that kind of story. It's also looking at the interview holistically to see if what they're saying makes sense and if the progression actually makes sense. And when they do finally say the part where you suspect could be a lie, how much different is it? And is it different in a unexpected type of way? And is it deceptive or any deceptive type of body language is found in that point of the interview compared to maybe other parts of the interview. For example, if she was doing this through the whole interview, just like this, and this is just her tick, you know, she normally does this during the entire or most of the entire interview, then you can kind of ignore that part. And it's just like, oh, that's just how she normally acts. But if she's all of a sudden doing this, when she's asked and specifically talking about that point that could be the lie, then you're kind of starting to see that that is a possible indicator of deception. And keep in mind too, when we talk about deception, we also look for clusters, right? If she were to randomly, I don't think she did it, but if she were to randomly just touch her nose during that part, that could be uh, the lie where she's talking about how Joe Biden assaulted her. She just touched her nose there and nothing else kind of ignore that she randomly touched her nose. But if she touches her nose and then starts touching this and then starts stuttering and looking away, right, then you can kind of say, okay, you know, you are feeling insecure with what you are saying. You are insecure about it because it's possibly deceptive and you're scared that you're going to get caught in a lie, um, among other things of not feeling very confident in what you're saying because you're just making it up. <laughs> in addition to her allegedly being sexually assaulted by Joe Biden, watch and listen to what else happens. Unbelievable. And I was sitting on the back stairs and I just remember the cold and my whole body shaking and feeling alone and feeling scared and not knowing what to do. To look into the eyes of the women who were abused in every social strata. I knew I had made him angry because I insulted him by pulling away and stuff. I, it was awkward and horrible. Mm. So I um, called my mom later. I went home 
And uh, she was furious. And it was soon after that I was put in a windowless office and I was not allowed to have other contact with staff. And I was told to find a job within a month. Should I have not raised my voice? Never, never, never is it the woman's fault. After word got around that I filed a complaint, I couldn't get a job on the Hill. We're pretty not supportive of me as far as giving a reference. That's the even more disgusting part of sexual assault that people don't talk about. Is that, oh yeah, when this big hotshot tries to actually make a move on you and you push him away and you don't want to actually be assaulted, yeah, you will be punished for not wanting to be assaulted. Ridiculous. She lost her job. She wasn't going to get references. She was blacklisted on Capitol Hill. Does that surprise any of you? Makes sense. There is even more evidence beyond just looking at her truthful body language and hearing her side of the story. She told her mom about what happened. Her mom was furious. You can watch the whole interview on, on the Hill YouTube channel if you want. She filed a complaint of some sort on Capitol Hill to make it proven that this actually happened. It was after the incident that I, I did make a written claim outside the office because I had tried to follow protocol with the sexual harassment. Somehow, some way, the University of Delaware, Joe Biden's a senator of Delaware, University of Delaware has all the records of Joe Biden's time as a senator, but the University of Delaware is not releasing any of those private but still public documents because they involve his public life. Uh, and they're not releasing him until after Joe Biden leaves public life. What? After Joe Biden leaves public life? Isn't this important for primary voters and general election voters to decide whether or not they want to vote for Joe Biden or not? But no, they're not going to release those documents, they said. No. Know how I said that Tara Reid told her mother about this and her mother said that you must come forward with this. You must tell the police or media. You must bring it to light. This is important. Yeah. Watch and listen to this. San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. Yes. Hello. Um, I'm wondering what um, uh, a, a staffer uh, would to do besides go to the press in Washington. My daughter has just left there. Uh, after working for a prominent senator and could not get through with her problems at all. And the only thing she could have done was go to the press, and she chose not to do it out of respect for him. Or she had a story to tell, but out of respect for the person she worked for, she didn't tell it. That's true. Yes, that is Tara Reid's late mother calling Larry King live. That was in 1993. She called Larry King to, I guess, you know, ask what she can possibly do, because I think... Tara didn't want to really come forward too hard with this because then she was may really get blacklisted. Remember, this was before Me Too or Time's Up, where if a woman were to come forward, she would get like blacklisted in whatever job or community she was in. It was terrible. So she was like, I, I don't know if I should even say anything. How would I say anything even if, if I want to? And I think that's what her mother was trying to say to Larry King is like, what does someone do in situations like this where a very powerful person does something terrible? It's all about the abuse of power. The terrible sin one could commit is the abuse of power. In addition to that clip of her mom calling Larry King, her neighbor has confirmed that Tara Reid told her about all this when it happened. 
and confirms that what Tara is saying now is what Tara Reid told her when it happened. And that neighbor, do you think she's a Democrat or a Republican? She's a Democrat. <laughs> and she's going to vote for Joe Biden for president. <laughs> she apparently just really doesn't like Trump and has been a lifelong Democrat and is basically saying that, yeah, Joe Biden sexually assaulted my neighbor friend, but, you know, maybe he's better than Trump type thing. And what about Tara Reid? Do you think Tara Reid is a Republican? No, she's a Democrat. She's a lifelong Democrat and has been voting for Democrats her whole life, including Democrats for president her whole life. The whole point of all this is that there is so much evidence that is being ignored by the mainstream media to tamp down this story. This story has been out there for many, many months. I've actually been out there trying to get my story heard for months. It wasn't getting picked up by any news outlet. And especially over the past three weeks, it's been out in the open blatantly. It is ridiculous that this story did not come up in the Democratic primary. Why not? Were they trying to save Joe Biden? Why didn't all of Joe Biden's competitors, why didn't they bring this up? So I went to... Um, Camilla Harris, I went to Elizabeth Warren, I went to the different, and I mailed, emailed them just and intimated there was something more to the story and to please get back to me, and I never received a response. Why didn't they bring this up? It was going to be brought up. Now, of course, Fox News is bringing it up every day, but all this is now finally coming out, and he's the presumptive Democratic nominee for President of the United States. Here's what I think about all this. This story needs to come out in the open. So the entire American public, all the voters, know about this story. Specifically, the Democratic voters that are going to be voting in these primaries and the voters that are going to decide who they want as their nominee for their party. It's important. The Democratic voters need to know about this. Personally, I don't think it's too late to swap Joe Biden out. I think you could swap him out with whether that's uh, Bernie Sanders or a Andrew Cuomo. I think the voters specifically in the Democratic Party need to know about this and really decide, is Joe Biden the right person to be the nominee for the Democratic Party or not? And they may decide, whatever, we'll just overlook it. That may happen, and it is what it is. But the story needs to come out so people know about this and they can make a proper decision with this in mind. But of course, the mainstream media, NBC, ABC, CBS, completely ignoring this, pretending it's not credible. Because it's always easier to pretend it's not there. A lot of the women's groups are ignoring this. You had gone to Time's Up, which is an organization which is um, meant to support uh, sexual assault survivors um, and told them about this claim, and they refused to sort of uh, help provide you legal assistance. They said it was too political, and it was Joe Biden, and it was a presidential race. And they, their organization didn't want to be seen as biased. Where do I get help? And there was no real answer to that um, at all. Pretending it's not credible, when it's clearly a credible accusation and it appears to be truthful. Ridiculous. Now in the comments below, what do you think should happen to Joe Biden? Should he not be nominated to be Democratic nominee for president? Should he be traded out for someone else, maybe an Andrew Cuomo or a Bernie Sanders? Let everyone know in the comments below. Give this a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube, if you think Tara Reid is truthful. Give this video a thumbs down if you think she's not truthful at all. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on new Shake podcasts where we look at body language on current event topics. And I'll see you.
at the top.